I do believe this is the generation that's going to see the return of the Lord come back again. I believe that that is something that we're not preaching enough, we're not believing enough, we're not talking about it enough, and that is we've got the promise of the Word of God that the Lord Himself shall return with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And he said, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now we can talk about how bad the world is, and I do my share of that, I must admit. We can talk about how the church is no longer what it used to be, and I'm guilty again. But I have come to the realization that the same God that was with Moses is also with Joshua. And I read the scripture to you today as the children of Israel were getting ready for new leadership. Because Moses, that had been their leader for so long, is now dead. Moses had been told, go down to Egypt. Joshua was told, arise and go follow me. Moses lived his life chasing a promise. A promise that there would be a promised land. So he spent his whole life following that promise. But there came a time that Moses was not qualified or it was not in the will of God for him to take the people over into the promised land. So there came a time for Moses to die. I want to tell you, instead of this being a lull or a slowdown in evangelism and in the church world, this should be the greatest generation that has ever witnessed the grace of God. And we ought to be more excited about the way the church is moving than ever before. Amen. I know you get tired of hearing us talk about the way it used to be and the way we were brought up and things of that nature. And, you know, just give us old folks a little bit of grace and allow us to do that. But I've got sense enough to know that God is relevant. He's just as relevant as that watch ticking on my arm right now. God has a future and a plan for us. This church is not dead. This church has a glorious future. And I believe the Lord is going to raise up a whole new generation of champions that's going to take us to the next level in the kingdom of God. And I'm excited about that. I thank God for these young men sitting here on the front row who have given and dedicated their life to follow the Lord faithfully, gotten involved in ministry and church ministry and playing and serving God and praising God. I want to tell you, all young people have not gone down the tubes. We've got some good young folks that love God and who are committed to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is the God of every generation. 
God's power is not limited to one group of people. God is not limited to being with your grandfather and not with you. God is not limited to being in the church of the past and not the church of the future. God is God for today and when tomorrow comes, He'll be the God for tomorrow when it does come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Genesis, we see God choosing men. In Exodus, God is redeeming men. In Leviticus, God is calling men. In Numbers, God is speaking to men. And in Deuteronomy, God is commanding men. God has to have people to carry out His kingdom's work. He's an almighty God. He can do anything. He has the power to do whatever needs to be done. But we have the glorious privilege to be obedient to the call of God and help Him carry out His will on this earth. God spoke to Moses in verse 2 that I read to you. He spoke to Joshua rather. And He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise. And go over. How long have we been sitting in the same spot looking that one day it's going to happen? How often have we spent a great portion of our own lives worrying about whether or not we were ever going to be what we feel like God has called us to be? I believe you have to be proactive in order for the will, plan, and purpose of God to be carried out in your life. I don't think you can sit home and watch all that's going on on television and expect for the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost to rest upon you every time you call upon His name. I believe we've got to proactively seek God he said, seek the Lord while He may be found and call upon Him while He is near. It's time to leave behind all the promises and all of the miracles, really. Remember the children of Israel? They lived their life looking from one miracle to the other. God gave them a pillar of cloud to lead them in the daytime. He gave them a pillar of fire at night. That was their assurance that the Spirit of God was with them and guiding them in the right direction. Every day, they awakened to a fresh new supply of manna laying on the ground. So every day, they were aware of the mighty power of God and that God was with them. So they would have to go and gather the manna every day. When they wanted water, God brought water out of Poison Creek one time. And the other time, He brought water out of a rock. So I'm telling you, they've lived their whole life looking to God to provide miracle after miracle after miracle before they would take the next step. Listen to me. When Joshua became the leader, when God spoke to Joshua and said, Now Moses is dead. Moses had his day. Moses did a great work. 
Moses brought the children of Israel out of a land of bondage. He did his job. He was faithful in his generation. But Moses, my servant, is dead. But I'll tell you, I'm not dead. And I am already reaching into the next generation. And my anointing is upon Joshua, my servant. Hallelujah. And I want you to notice how God changes the way He does things with Joshua. With Moses, all of the miracles were out in front of them. And they followed because of the miracles directing them. Now when when Joshua comes along, it's different. Two times, in the very first two miracles, was the parting of the Jordan River. And then it was the fall of the walls of Jericho. They were done ahead of time to prove the power of God. But I want you to see how God led them through the Jordan River on dry land. Man, sometimes we just can't wrap our mind around what a huge miracle something that that really is. They walked across the river on dry land. Hello. You talk about a miracle, that is a miracle. And God did it whenever Joshua became the leader so the people could see that God was the same God and the God that had done all of those miracles under the leadership of Moses was also going to do what needed to be done under the leadership of Joshua. God doesn't change. Our generations change. And our lives change. But hallelujah, God doesn't change. The greatest city, the greatest city in that area was Jericho. It was strong and powerful. It had walls so wide that they said you could have three chariots of horses that could run side by side on the top of that wall all the way around it. So it must have been probably wider than this stage is. It was a huge thing. It was was an intimidating thing. And every enemy that would try to come into the city of Jericho, they didn't stand a chance because of the great magnitude of that wall. But God began to lead the children of Israel to make their journeys around the wall. (laughs) I'm not going to go through all that because you know the story. How that God calls the walls to fall down flat. Now I've done a lot of reading behind that. And they say that really the walls fell down flat so that the earth had to open up. And those walls had to fall so that they would be level with the ground. They fell down flat. Walls so big and powerful. But God is saying, I don't care how big the problem is, I'm bigger. I don't care what you have to go through in order to accomplish what I've called you to do. Don't you worry about it. I'm bigger than any wall of separation that is put before you. I am the Lord God Almighty and there is none that is greater than me. Hallelujah. 
God wanted to see. See, there was only two people that was left out of the original children of Israel. We remember Caleb and Joshua. Remember those two that told Moses that we are able to take the land. Yes, there are giants in the land, but we are able. We are able. They spoke with power, authority. They spoke with faith in their God, and then they were spared so that in that next generation, God used them in a mighty, mighty way. Hallelujah. How was God going to accomplish His needs one after the other after the other? We're supposed to be like this generation of folks. We're to be led by the Spirit of God. Now Moses was led by these miracles that went before him. Joshua was to be led by the Spirit of God. That's another thing I don't think we emphasize enough in the church world today. I don't think we emphasize the Spirit of God enough. We've tried so hard to measure up to all of the other churches around us so we can be, quote, competitive, unquote. We've tried to have everything that all of the others who's on the go has. And it has become an albatross around our neck because we're not open to the move of the Holy Ghost like we need to be open. But I believe it still comes by the power of God. I believe conviction comes by the power of God. I believe people are set free by the power of God. I believe people's bodies are healed by the power of God. And this is what this generation, the generation that came along before Jesus' time, dealt with sacrifices and offerings and following the protocol of the Jewish culture. But then when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost, He put within us a new power, a new anointing, a new spirit, and now we're to walk in the Spirit of God, knowing that the Lord is well able to take us into this next generation. Hallelujah. And I want you to rest assured of that today. Hallelujah. These people are being called upon to leave behind them their past. Moses is dead. Stop wishing it was like it used to be. Stop letting that be your guide is to try to move everything back to the way it used to be. When we get saved and we come into the kingdom of God, instead of us trying to change the church, we need to let the church change us. We need to remember that the Lord is the power and we need to understand that God works within the flow of His Holy Spirit. He has, he has a line of authority that He works through. We think we're being real spiritual and real intelligent whenever we listen to people who are spewing negative things sometimes about the kingdom of God or about a certain church or about a certain preacher or person. I want to tell you they are not being spiritual at all. They're showing they need some of the Spirit of God. They need something to change their life. 
God is saying, I want that old way now to be over. Moses is dead. But I'm not. Now I'm not a I'm not a geek by a long shot. And there's a lot of things about these new electronics that I'm lost. I call Wes or I call one of my children and I tell him, help, come help me. I may not understand all of the ins and outs of how it all works, but I know the voice of God. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And what I can't do, God's going to put in my life somebody that can do it. What I need to be done that I'm not capable of doing, God's going to surround me with people who can do it. That's why, listen, why it was so beautiful up here today. All of those instruments are not the same instruments. They're all different. But they're all playing the same tune. And it takes all of them working together to make the music beautiful and to make the music worth listening to. This is what I'm telling you about the body of Christ. We need the testimony of our old folks. <laughs> us folks. We need the testimony of us folks who walked through times when it was tough, who, didn't, who understand what it's like to hold on tight to a dollar because you might not have one tomorrow. We went through a time like that and we need the testimony of older folks who have watched the Lord faithfully carry them through and raise their children and bring them up. I'm telling you what, we need those old testimonies. But we can't live there. We receive them and we're thankful for the testimony of the faithfulness of God. I don't know why I'm on this part of the church talking about this age. Maybe I need to go on the other side. But we need the testimony of people who can tell us, I know that God is faithful. I prayed for my children when they were sick and we didn't even have the money to go to a doctor and we trusted the Lord and He brought us safely through and now my children are grown and loving the Lord. We need those testimonies. But that's not the direction we're going. We're going in the direction of the Joshua's. Where God said, I'm going to be with Joshua just like I was with Moses. It's a different day. It's a different time. Everything looks different. I was look, watching that pretty television I got in my den. It's got pretty color on it. I can remember the first one we ever got. My dad won it. Somebody draw his, drew his number out of a pot, and we won an old black and white TV. It didn't take long before it started rolling. And you'd have to watch it doing your head because it was rolling, and it wouldn't stop. See, children today can't, can't, even, can't even understand that. But that's where we came from. But I'm not still trying to watch that old rolling black and white TV. I, I've got a pretty color TV and it's good color. And I don't want to go back to those days when we didn't have air conditioning. Dear God, I love air conditioning. I love being cold, cool, and comfortable. 
Thank God for the older days. But when I drove up today, I didn't see any mules and wagons out there in the parking lot. I didn't see anybody out there with a Model A Ford. They get them now for these classic automobiles and they're worth a lot of money. I don't want one. I grew up with that old stuff. I like the new stuff. Give me something new. Give me all the bells and whistles. Let me enjoy all of that stuff. Thank God for the old days. And I've got a testimony too. I can tell you how the Lord miraculously brought Miss Becky and me through a lot of serious situations. But I'm telling you, I can tell you God is faithful. I tell you, you can depend on Him. I tell you, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I tell you, He won't let you down. Call upon me. Seek the Lord while He may be found. And call upon Him while He is near. I'm glad I have a testimony like that. But I don't want my children to live the way I lived. I want them to move up higher. They've got ways of getting communication out that we never had. I was almost grown before we ever got our first telephone in the house. Anybody ever live in a house that had a party line? And there were six people or seven phones on the same line you had to know what was your ring. Beep, beep, or beep, 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 or beep. You had to know which one was your ring. But you had some busybodies that listened to all of them. Now it's hard for you to comprehend that because we all have our own individual phones now. Wow. I see people walking on the side of the highway talking on a cell phone. I believe I, would, I believe I would try to get me some transportation before I worried about a cell phone. But that's how much they are a part of this generation. And I'm not going to down it. I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to tell you, we can use those phones to give glory to God. We can call people and encourage them. We can text one another and let them know that they're loved and they're being prayed for. God said, I was with Moses, but I'm also with you, Joshua. Don't you think that it's any different? From then on, Joshua began to lead the children of Israel. After the, after the fall of the walls of Jericho, Joshua then began to take the lead and become the man that God wanted him to be. I look out there in this congregation today. Some of you are so full of talent and ability. Some of you have so many characteristics of leadership and you've never really stepped out into what God has for you. Hallelujah. But I believe the Lord wants you to forget about that time that somebody hurt your feelings. I believe the Lord wants you to leave behind those times when people spoke evil of you and you found out about it and it hurt you so deeply until you separated yourself from church and literally gave up on God and the church because of the hurt God says 
God says it's time for you to let the past be in the past and know that I am the God of the future. Don't let your past control your present or you have no future. That's worth remembering. If you let your past control your present, you have no future. I'm telling you, God is real today. And I wanted to just deliver this message. I, I told Becky on the way to church, I said, I've been wrestling with the right message that the Lord would have for this hour. And I believe, and, and God has been dealing with my heart with a new direction for, for the church and we'll be coming and we'll be going in that direction in, the, in just a while whenever we get a chance to begin to train people. Thank God for the way it has been. Thank God for what God is here. But this is not where we're going to stay. We have been seeking God and we've been believing God and God has been revealing some things to us and we're going to move in a whole new direction and there are going to be some new Joshuas. There are going to be some new folks who are going to step up to the plate and we're going to see the power of God at work. I want to tell you, He's not only the God of the past, He's God of today, and He's the God of tomorrow. Moses, my servant, is dead. So let's stop talking about Moses. He did his part for his generation. Now we have Joshua. Praise God for the Joshuas. Praise God for those. But I want you to notice now, Joshua had been through all this other stuff too. But he had the right attitude and the right spirit through it all. And that's why God preserved him for leadership. Listen to me. The way we receive other things now is whether or not God is going to be able to use us in leadership in the future. You cannot, you cannot run from situations that are unpleasant. You cannot say unkind things about other people and be leadership material. You have to always keep the bright side. Always look to the good. Always expect the good. Always live your life knowing that God is going to intervene and everything's going to be all right and everything's going to work out. That's the kind of people that will come to the front and lead in the kingdom of God. Let's stand together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank God for whoever put this fan up here. Thank the Lord for it. He's the God of this generation. Not just the God of yesterday. I'm so glad of that. I'm glad our children have a bright future. I'm glad our grandchildren, even our great-grandchildren, I'm glad they have a bright future. I'm glad we don't have to say, well, honey, I'm sorry, but you're going to be living in a bad world. Well, you know what? That may be true for some people. But if you're the child of God, His hand is upon you, then you're going to be a greater blessing than you ever would have been because I believe that God is with you now and He's going to be with you in this generation and we're going to see some great things come to pass. 
I tell you what, the best is yet to come. And I want to encourage you in that today. When the day comes that I finally settle back in that rocking chair, I want to, I want to hear the good news that the kingdom of God is growing. This church is strong. Evangelism is strong. Outreach is strong. Women's ministry, men's ministry, youth ministry are strong. And we're building folks for the kingdom of God. My wife and I have been the blessed to be able to build three churches. And now I feel like my greatest calling is to build people. We've built the structures. We've built the buildings. But now we need to be building people. Building up one another in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. We're building up one another in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Begin to pray in the Spirit right now. And let the Lord begin to reveal things into you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, Lord, we worship you now. We honor you now. Hallelujah. You're an awesome God. You're the God not only of today. You're the God of tomorrow. And I'm glad that you're still with us. Hallelujah. We praise you. We glorify your name and we honor you today. Hallelujah. 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 Give the Lord a good hand. Thank you.